Yeah. Yeah. Acting like a dog, baby, put him outside. Put him outside, he be killing your vibe. Go and tell your friends that you need some me time and just listen to the God. Yeah. Acting like a dog, baby, put him outside. Put him outside, he be killing your vibe. Go and tell your friends that you need some me time and just listen to the God, baby, we just wanna thrive. Hey guys, welcome to episode 3. Happy belated Thanksgiving. I'm a few weeks late. I took the past couple of weeks off because when I first started recording, I thought that I would have the approach of pre-recording episodes to basically have them ready ahead of time so that there was no reason to not publish a new episode every single week. For me, that didn't really feel very natural, so I decided instead to record in real time so that it would be more organic, again, more natural. Um, I don't really know uh, if I'll be continuing this approach. I think as I feel things are laid upon my heart, I will record and then um, release them as uh, time goes on because that's still organic and it just gives me the opportunity to not skip over weeks. This is all, of course, a learning process. But I want to share with you guys the reason that I took the last week or so off. So to be honest, the holidays really stressed me out. And as much as I really love the November, December, January time frame, there is a part of me that's really a perfectionist, right? Who plans everything out in her head. I set these unrealistic expectations of how things are going to turn out. For some reason, it's just something I do with the holidays and it's not healthy and it's very sad to me that I do this. So I took my time this holiday season to give my worries to God because I wanted this space to enjoy my family, enjoy my time with them. With the passing of my grandma, I realized that Stressing over the holidays is so silly. Um, It's really important to just enjoy my family for what we are, for the time we have, and to not work myself up as much. And it's really healing for me to do this because generally um, when I'm stressed about everything being perfect and worrying about my crazy dysfunctional family as well as grieving, the truth of the matter is, is that it's not giving me the opportunity to live in the moment and generally things don't really stress me out that much so why am I letting this stress me out but I think that it's relatable to share this because a lot of people hype up the holidays everyone's posting about the holidays their days whether it seems that they have a perfect family these immaculate dinners luxurious gifts but really our families aren't picture perfect our holidays might not be either, right? And just because you don't have a huge family doesn't mean the love isn't big. And just because your gifts aren't coming in these designer boxes, so to speak, doesn't mean they aren't worth more than the world. So like I said, this year, I just realized I can't control any situation. I needed God's help. So I just prayed to the the Lord and I asked him to comfort my family. um, And any worry that I had, I just gave to him. I asked him to give us the strength to get through the day while we navigated celebrating a holiday without our loved ones that have passed, without our loved ones who just aren't celebrating the day with us. And, you know, I come from a pretty big Italian family. We're crazy. And not having your whole family there on the holidays sometimes is just a big bummer. 
So I prayed over my family that we would open our hearts to God for the day and really be overwhelmed by his love for us all, leaving us no room for conflict or that worry. But this isn't what this episode is about. I just wanted to quickly touch upon that and say that if anyone out there is experiencing similar feelings, you're not crazy, nor are you alone. Not everyone's day is as perfect as their highlighted stories on social media. Um, I encourage you to give yourself and your family the grace and to give that discomfort that might come with the holiday season to God. All right, let's get into the depth of this episode. I want to elaborate on last episode's conversation around doing things that we aren't meant to do because I have done a lot of that. Uh, If there's any good that's going to come out of it, it's going to be that it gave me some really good things to talk about. So in episode two, I said that nothing good comes out of doing things that we aren't meant to do. I wanted to maybe get a little bit deeper into this, starting with the fact that I do believe that that's not true in its entirety, because in hindsight, you definitely appreciate doing the things that you are called to do after having done so much of something that you are not called to do. And I also learned so much about God along the way. So let me share a little bit about my experience that I have had while I was making my way into adulthood. So... After high school, I was accepted to Towson University as a pre-med major. I loved math, I loved science, and I really cared about helping people more than anything. I definitely wanted to make a lot of money, uh, just being transparent, and well, who doesn't, right? On top of all of that, I already knew that I had a special gift of healing people, which I'll talk about in later episodes, but... At the time, being a young buck, I translated this into, I should be a doctor. Of course, I want to make money. I like to help people. I have a thing for healing people. Let's be a doctor. Quickly realize that our healthcare system gives me the ick. Um, Not to mention, big pharma is just not it. I could go on for days about this, but if you follow me on social media, you know probably what my feelings are on this. After two years, I called my parents who had invested $80,000 into my schooling. I told them that I wasted all their money. I was so shocked in the fact that they were somehow so supportive of me. My dad was like, yeah, I knew you had to figure it out on your own. And I'm like, what? You spent $80,000 of your hard-earned money for me to figure out this on my own? I mean, I know that's just a little testament to the support and love I have in my life. um, The amount of selflessness that I was blessed with in my parents. Um, So after two years of feeling unsettled at Towson, I knew I had to pivot. I had the support of my parents. I just had to figure out what was next, right? So I knew I loved fashion since a very young age. It was something I was very passionate about. I just thought it was more of my hobby, but I'm like, you know what? I want to do something I love the rest of my life. So let me apply to the number one fashion school in the world. If I don't get in, it's not meant for me. Makes sense, right? Like, totally only apply to one school brit um everyone encouraged me to apply to multiple they thought i was crazy asked me what am i going to do if i don't get in but me being me i said if god says that this is the route for me to take then he's going to make it work for me um all i can say is fast forward to the fact that it worked i was accepted into the fashion institute of technology it was named the number one fashion school in the world at the time and uh i was super excited also i had a really big ego so i was saying you know what i am absolutely not gonna go from telling my family that i'm a pre-med major to 
I'm just going to go to fashion school. It had, I had to have some legs to stand on. Like I'm going to fashion school and it's going to be the number one fashion school for that matter. So, um, I had to go big or go home. Okay. So for two years at Towson, I was just doing these weird college things like college parties with people I didn't really feel a connection to. It was in the middle of Maryland. I wasn't really vibing with the people. Everything was weird about it. I wasn't drinking and I was going to these college parties where everyone was just drunk and gross and it was skeevy to me. I had no interest in anything I was doing, um, going to classes that weren't teaching me anything that I needed to know. And I lost 30 pounds that I didn't even have to lose. I wasn't eating. I was throwing up daily because I got myself sick to my stomach. Uh, My face was breaking out. My hair was brittle. The ends were breaking. It was like physically, my body was just feeling the wrath of me being somewhere that I shouldn't have been and it was not okay. So I'm not saying this is always the case, but if you have major anxiety, I just am going to encourage you to sit yourself down, reflect and say like, am I where I should be? Like, what are the things that I am doing in my life that could be better because sometimes your anxiety is just telling you like hey you're not not comfortable where you are Um, I think it's important to recognize that it was once I took that leap of faith I blinked my eye and my whole world literally just turned around I was moving to New York City with my very best friend shout out to Taylor to go to fashion school um I couldn't believe it my skin started to clear I started to gain healthy weight And I, of course, had to cut my hair into a bob because nothing could fix the brittle ends that uh, came from Towson. So I don't know how to say it in a better way besides the fact that I was literally thriving. I was so happy. I was fulfilled. I was determined in the spaces that I was in. And as time went on, I was really blessed over and over and over. And as God continued to show up for me, I realized it was because I was listening to what he was telling me. I wasn't doing anything without feeling God's blessing and without God's confirmation. And he just continued to make these ways for me. He was opening doors in ways that it was actually impossible to ignore his hands were on every move I was making. And when I say this, I literally envision my hands like on a door doorknob, opening a door and God's hand just on top of mine. And like the fear that I had opening any door just was overcome, like I was overcome, is that a word? By his love, like overwhelmed by his love. So the fear didn't even have room to live. With all this being said, I was honored to secure a job before graduating FIT. And the one thing I want to say, because I can go on a tangent about this, is that I secured that job through a professor who set me up with a very selective internship he literally just said my name in a room full of people and he said to me word for word like Brittany I love you for who you are inside of your heart and you're not afraid to say your opinion no matter who is in the room and you have so many traits that you bring to the table that represent not only what I think our school stands for but my name because he was referring me so he of course couldn't refer someone who he didn't think was a reflection of himself so I thought of this professor very highly he um had worked on Wall Street for a really long time was big into uh strategy within the fashion industry and um his view of me was really important so this 
was very confirming that I always stood true to who I was. And those are the kinds of things that people remember you for. And it really pays off to be exactly who you are because at the end of the day, people remember you for the impression you leave on them personally. Not just because you're getting good grades or you're passing exams um, or you have a certain certification. Someone is going to meet you and fall in love with you for exactly who you are. So never, ever try to be somebody else because God made you who you are you can have the same grades as someone, the same license as someone, the same degree as someone, but they cannot be you and that is your power. All right, back to the job. So I'll tell you it was definitely great for the time that it was, for the time that I was supposed to be there, I should actually say, but I didn't leave when I knew my time was up. So the first two years, I definitely learned so much about my work ethic. There's no denying that. I learned a lot about corporate America I learned about good management. I learned a lot about bad management. I made really, really, really special friendships that I otherwise wouldn't have. But there was just something towards the end of my time there telling me to leave. Well, not something. It was God telling me to leave and I wasn't leaving. And that's where things get a little bit tricky. So like I said, I learned a lot of things. I know my time there was purposeful. I know... God definitely brought me to this job specifically um, because I saw a lot of evil there and it showed me the difference between good and evil. I also gained one of my greatest friendships as well as mentorships. Um, It's okay to have friends that mentor you as well. I've been recognizing that more than ever. My friend Shade, who's been very purposeful in helping me gain more of an intimacy with God. So I know that that I was there because it was crucial for my next steps in life. So as much as I want to sit here and say I there was nothing good that came out of me being there, it wasn't where I was called to be for life, that step was purposeful. But it was about two and a half years in after COVID, I want to say, when we were working from home long-term due to COVID and everything changed in these moments, my eyes were just open to the fact that this upper management had a strategy to break people down, basically tricking them into thinking they built them up. And if you think about this, it's such an easy way to secure employees. It's unethical to tear people down to make them believe that they need you to put them back together. It's not godly to do this. It's like a toxic relationship to do this. But it's a good strategy and it was working. I noticed upper management doing this to all the new hires below me. And when I reflected and realized they did the same thing to me. I was sickened because I have what I call Godfidence. It's not through me. It's through God. I know God gave me the traits that I have and I'm so confident in in him that 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 makes me confident in myself. And these people were having the ability to break me down. And it's like, that's, there's no way you don't have the power to do that. Only God has the power to take things away from me. And it was the devil in them, the evil in them that was affecting me as well as so many other creatives that I saw in that space. So without going on a tangent there, uh, days turned into months and months turned into years or maybe I would say another year. And I went into such a funk because I was so unhappy where I was. I was unwell at this job and I kept rosary beads at my freaking desk to give me the comfort when I felt sickened inside. So, I mean, that just goes to tell you. It was my grandmother's rosary beads. I kept them in my hand on my lap during every meeting and just was like praying for God to protect me from their evil strategies. 
um, just as my body had physically reacted when I was at Towson, the same thing was happening when I was in this career. I had hip and back pain from sitting at my desk all day. And yes, physically, that's like common to happen. My body was really just telling me it was time to go. I literally had an x-ray that my chiropractor reviewed with me and without missing a beat he was like are you working at a desk all day I'm like yes he's like you need to quit he didn't even skip a breath like I told him how much I'm making at this job and how much I started at an entry level and he's like I don't care Brittany like you need to quit you are going your body is going to feel the wrath of this and I'm like wow (laughs) you are speaking to my soul right now I thought I was going to go home and quit that day, and I should have, but I didn't. Mentally, I was starting to believe all of these lies about myself. My confidence took a hit because I was consuming myself with all of these negative thoughts that were attached to my identity, like I've explained already. And even though I was succeeding and getting promoted, I was coming up with all these successful strategies for the company, this, that, and the other thing. The truth that lies in all this is that I was meant to do so much more and I was working for a company that literally tried to make me believe that my confidence lied within them instead of within God. So every single time they broke me down or made me think I wasn't working hard enough, I was just believing it, believing it, believing it. And I was avoiding God because facing him meant that I was facing the fact that I was ignoring the things that he wanted me to do. So I'm going to say it again. I was avoiding God because facing him meant that I was facing the fact that I was ignoring the things that he wanted me to do. And I strayed from God for quite a bit because I just heard him literally screaming in my ear to take that leap of faith. Like, trust me, Brittany, the rest is going to work out for itself. But I didn't believe or I didn't want to believe that God had my back like that. I didn't believe that once I jumped, he was going to open doors for me again. He was going to provide pillows for me to land on, so to speak. It wasn't going to feel like I fell so hard. Once I left the company, a few others left behind me. And I can't tell you. In those moments, I really realized that I gave the confidence to other people to walk away. And that is so crucial. Like... I finally left and other people followed behind me. And I'm not saying, oh, they wanted to be me. They wanted to quit like me. I'm just saying that it maybe gave them the push that they needed. Like, wow, I could do that too. And it was bigger to me as to why I needed to leave. I was trying to work on this podcast while I was working at this job. And I wasn't given the energy, the time or the space. And I say that not in that, you know, this job was restraining me in any sense physically however it was draining all of my energy and I couldn't put energy towards anything on the side that I wanted to work on so I just want to share with you something from the proverbs uh, verse 3 it reads commit to the lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans I want to share here that I am going to start doing a Bi- doing Bible study, like um, learning the Bible better, because I think it's important, and my intimacy with the Lord is going to be really important as I continue to speak upon God and um, just like His testimonies that have happened through me. So I don't really know too much about the Bible in depthly at this point, but this was something that I was called to, and. It really spoke to me and I want to share that with you. So it wasn't until I fully committed to trusting God that I was able to find the courage to walk away from this job. 
I knew that so long as my work was committed to God, he would be committed to working for my good. So no matter how hard the situation was, I knew I had God working for me and that's what really gave me the confidence to move. I said, God, I am committing my work to you and I asked him to just fill me with his Holy Spirit so that I would have his guidance and I just kept my eyes open for how he would fill me with his plans. So I'm just going to read that again. Commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. The thing about following God's plan is that it's easy when you see the door being held open and it's not so easy when you're sitting in discomfort and it's not easy to trust that there is that light at the end of the tunnel when you can't see past the pitch black in front of you. But I am now in a career that I am serving people in a form of its own. I meet people daily that remind me of God's promises and love for me. I have the space and energy to grow closer to the Lord. So even if where I'm at isn't where I'm going to be forever, I know that God put me in a place where I would have more energy to give to him, where I would have the ability and the time to give him more of myself, and that I would be put in situations where I couldn't deny that he was working for me. That's it for today. I think I'm done. I've said enough. This is the longest episode to date. I This is my first time, I think, recording all the way through without stopping and redoing a million times. So thank you, God, for that. I pray that this has blessed somebody today. Thank you for listening to episode three. Thank you to all my friends who over the past two weeks when I didn't record an episode ask me where the freaking episode three was i'm going to uh continue to show up for myself continue to show up for other people but i couldn't do that if people weren't showing up for me so thank you guys for listening share this with your friends and tune back in next week for episode four